What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Kopai Podcast, episode 83, right after E3. That worked out so great. I am one great. of your hosts, Kaz Risk, joined alongside Mr. Kopai himself, Zach Risk. Hello, everyone. Oh, man, I really hope... That E3. I Oh, <laughs> my gosh. I cannot believe Death Stranding is a crossover with Pokemon, and it's called Pikachu Stranding, and... Uh, what's his name? Aw, oh, crap. Daryl from The Logging Dead is playing Pikachu. It's know, the most baffling thing. The F-Zero solo third-person adventure <laughs> game that was revealed. That Actually, was... we didn't even talk about it in the E3 predictions, but we forgot to talk about Star Fox Grand Prix, the racing game that's going to oh, be Star yeah, Fox. Yeah. Man, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, it looked like crap, but... <laughs> yeah. Um, no, in case you don't know, we are recording these in bulk as we prepare for the final stretch of Copi Podcast as you know it. So this is May 20, what, 4th? Uh, that we're recording this at 4.43 in the p.m. So if tons of stuff is announced for E3, you know, between now and then, obviously E3 is coming on. We don't know about it, but that doesn't stop the fact that we are anticipating some games. And so this episode of Copi Podcast is going to be completely... De- Completely dedicated to our most anticipated games of 2018. Let me tell you, though. What? Super Smash at E3. That tournament. That oh, was, man. I cannot that, believe Zero won again. Because my anticipation, like, this was my most anticipated game, but after everything we saw at E3 <laughs> and, you know, confirming that it's a port for real. Are um, you going to main Ice Climbers? Um, no, I'm probably going to main Ridley, actually. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's so big. Or the, uh, the choir boys. Those little <laughs> choir boys. I don't know what their names are, but I forget them. But, yeah, they're coming, too. Um, yeah. Rickley. Goku, also. Ripley, Renly, and Henry. <laughs> what? Those are the choir boys' names. Oh, they are? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but no, so yeah, we haven't, we don't know what happened at E3, and we're just assuming based on leaks and rumors, you know, what's happening there. But that doesn't change the fact that we are anticipating some of the games coming out in 2018, um, one of which my most anticipated game, you may have heard about me talking about it last week, Spider-Man PlayStation 4. Spider-Man? Or I think it's called Marvel Spider-Man. Marvel is, Spider-Man. Is what's officially called. Um, reason behind that is... the game. They, uh, they were going to name it Spider-Man and then have a subtitle, but they didn't want the game to focus only on that one subtitle because oh. there's going to be a few villains. And they also, one of the main villains they've been showing off so far, and the kind of th- guy that kicks off the whole thing, is Mr. Negative. And they were going to call it like... Spider-Man versus Mr. Negative, but the creative director was really worried that reviewers would use the word negative as a sort of pun on the game, and that he didn't want to see headlines with his game and the word negative in the same title. So, there's that. Yeah, and it's got to be another reboot of the entire thing with, <laughs> you know, just another Spider-Man just yeah, standalone. Like, and putting Mar- again. And the Marvel name is super strong right now, so Marvel's Spider-Man. It's like, yeah, bam, it's, like it's all red. Spider-Man reboots are we going to get? I think it was the last one, I think, was The Amazing Spider-Man, the mm-hmm. last game that we got. Yeah. Um, and, and I and played a, quite a bit of that, and I was I had a lot of fun with it. It was a little bit empty, you know, but I liked the objectives, and the mechanics were pretty solid. And, no, I never uh, played The Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, it, it was good, but I liked the movie. I liked The Amazing Spider-Man movie with uh, Mark Ruffalo or... <laughs> Mark Ruffalo plays the Hulk and Bruce Banner. Andrew Garfield played Spider-Man, who also right. played uh, Eduardo in The Social Network. That's why I first saw him. And he also played uh, Boy with Grapes in this uh, art history movie that I had to watch in this class. Weird. It was like, what? This is Spider-Man? Yeah. But unlike all the previous Spider-Man games, actually not all of them, because some of them it's aren't. It's not, it's not tied to a movie. Oh, okay. Um, and it's also produced by a studio... 
that has a pretty good track record with video games. It's Insomniac Games, so they do um, Ratchet and Clank, Resistance, Sunset Overdrive. Um, so some really, if you want to actually get a pretty oh, yeah, good taste I for play the sunset, yeah. If you get, if you want a taste for the parkour, go play Sunset. Um, you probably get an idea of how you're gonna play as Spider Man. And Mirror's Edge, you say? No, I said, <laughs> okay. I said Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Well, that's a parkour game. <laughs> no, but it's I mean, lots of parkour. Like, that'd be the first perfect, person, like, though. collaborative. Uh, wouldn't it be crazy though to go like mixed into first person in Spider Man and <laughs> okay. Um, I think there's a bit of that in the game. Yeah. So sure? yeah, maybe. I, so here, so your most anticipated game is Smash. Yeah. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Should we just dedicate the first like you know few minutes to Spider Man and then we'll talk about Smash sure. and end the show. <laughs> So here's the thing with this Marvel Spider-Man that has me the most anticipated in 2018. <laughs> I am the most anticipated. <laughs> I am so pumped. Is because unlike all the others, all these other superhero games and all that, mm-hmm. this isn't tied to a movie. So similar to Batman Arkham and all of those games, it's not like they're rushed with a production time. As a matter of fact, they kind of missed their window. They should have released it alongside Spider-Man Homecoming, and when they missed that, they should have released it alongside Infinity War, and they missed that, and so they're, they're just kind of flying on their own boat, as the kids say. <laughs> and so it, it's, you know then it's not going to be rushed to be like, oh, we got to get this game out in order to match it up with the production of this movie, and so they're just taking their time on it. And they announced it two years ago? And so they've been working on it for how long? I don't know. And so you know it's going to be quality. But if you watch the interviews with these guys on Game Informer and the in their magazine and the show and the interviews and Brian, who I think is making the game, some guy named Brian, like they are pumped about this game, putting in tons of passion. They um, have a crazy attention to detail. Like one of the collectibles in the game, for example, is backpacks. And you have to go find these backpacks, and there's, like, little hidden things. And the reason is is because Spider-Man would always, you know, be at school and be going on walking home. And then he sees a crime happening, and he would throw his backpack in the dumpster. And he'd forget what dumpster he put his backpack in. And it's, like, a thing from the comics and a little bit in the movies and shows and all that. And so it's, like, what a cool thing, like, that they're doing that. And apparently there's at least 22 or 24 costumes in the game that you can switch, including the Iron Spider-Man from the Infinity War movie. So tons of customization. Um, nothing's locked behind a paywall. Even if you pre-order the game, you get access to early stuff. So just tons of passion. But the other cool thing is just the com- complete overhaul of the parkour system. Apparently, like... Spider-Man's 25 in the game, like 24 or 25, so he's been Spider-Man for like 8 or 10 years, mm. where in most movies and games and cartoons and comics, he just got bit, and it's an origin story, and so he's clumsy, he doesn't know exactly how to swing, He or if he does, it's like really weird, because it's like, wait, how is he so amazing at being Spider-Man, but he just got bit like last week, and he was a lanky little nerdy kid, so he's been Spider-Man for a while, so he has like a relationship with the police, so he has like he doesn't need to listen to the police scanner like they're like yo Spider-Man something's happening on 83rd Street at Fisk Tower go 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 and like i think you mess Ma- with one of us you mess, mess with, with all of us <laughs> and i think like Mary Jane knows like that he's Spider-Man and she's like all on board I, they i don't know if Aunt May knows yet i mean like so he's pretty established he's you know got rent to pay He's got his mechanical web shooters, not the organic Sam Raimi stuff where he presses his wrist and silk shoots out of his body. Like, it's pretty much, you know, like a perfect 
presentation of Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And the other cool thing that I, I, I like and don't like is it's developed exclusively for the PlayStation. So you know they don't have to bother with porting it over, doing testing, licensing, all this mumbo-jumbo. Like, you're going to get that, I think, Uncharted, Last of Us, God of War, Horizon level of polish because they're just working exclusively with Sony. And I can't wait. I hope it's an E3 announcement. I want a limited edition PlayStation 4 Pro Spider-Man edition. Because they did it for God of War. They did it for Monster Hunter. They did it for Final Fantasy. Like these games that like the God of War one, for example, had Kratos' axe on the top of it. Like if there's a red PlayStation that has the spider on top. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, it seems like Spider-Man and Sony's branding have always been kind of tied together, especially with the PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. Um, but now yeah. with maybe bringing it over to Marvel and less being under Sony's control, maybe they have less of that kind of mm-hmm. relationship. I'm, a, I'm really worried because some of the collector's editions they have, uh, um, the Star Wars one literally said like Star Wars across the front. And sometimes when you get dealing with those, like, you know, yeah, licensed brand, like, I'm really worried it's going to say, like, Marvel's Spider-Man across the top of it. And, like, I just want, like, a simplistic look at it. And so that's my most anticipated game just because I think I'm, like you were saying in the last episode, I just want to go web-slinging. Apparently the web-slinging feels perfect. Like, it's one button, kind of similar to Assassin's Creed's parkour system where you do the free run, and they call it, like, I think they call it, like, go mode, where if you hold down R2, Spider-Man just goes, and it depends then on what you're, what, where you're at of like what Spider-Man does. So if you're underneath buildings and you hit R2, Spider-Man will swing. But if you're above buildings, he'll kind of shoot the next building and be pulling himself and running and jumping and parkouring. And if he's like just in the street, he'll just run or something. So they kind of really figure out the context of where you're at. So if you're turning a corner, yeah. he's not going to like swing that way, but then turn that way. He'll yeah. whip around and pull his body. And it goes along with him being like a 25 year old. He kind of knows how to act and how to move. Even his armor. They said like the white parts of his armor are re- reinforced carbon fiber where the blue parts of his armor are like more of a flexible spandex or something. Like they put so much thought into this. And I think you're yeah, going to, I think I'm going to be able to get lost in New York city for like months like yeah. I, I look at look at a game like Red Dead, for example, which you know definitely is going to have that rock star charm and quality. But like I feel like getting lost in New York City, finding superheroes, getting a call on the police scanner. It's like we have a robbery on something something street. We need to go and like even if it's the same quips and the same comments and the, the same thing. I feel like just perfecting like if it's anything like Assassin's Creed in that combat and like the kind of Batman Arkham, you know, counter abilities. I'm yeah. just gonna get lost in that world. But we got to keep moving along. Sure. So, your most anticipated game, and definitely a game I'm anticipating, not to, like, say that any of these other games coming out in 2018, like, are, like, duds, but your most anticipated game, as it always has been, three days straight with no sleep, yeah. takes so a toll on them, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, is Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo Switch, a.k.a. Yeah. Super Smash Brothers Melee HD Edition 2018, as we learned at E3. That's true. <laughs> it's a port of Melee in HD. <laughs> For 2018. Everybody thought that it was a port of Switch, but it's yeah. actually a port of yeah. Melee. Um, no, I, yes, I've been actually playing some uh, Smash again recently in anticipation for it to kind of get my skills back up, um, going online, playing For Glory, and um, just, it, I've been playing on the 3DS because, man, those load times are just, on the Wii U, I just can't do it. I just can't yeah. bring myself to bring, pull, I can't. 
dust off my Wii U just for like really any reason. But for Smash, even I can't bring myself to. I've actually had a really hard time with that too. (laughs) And it's like I don't know. It takes like ten minutes to boot it up in there. So sometimes I'll I'll take out my 3DS and play some of that. I have like one challenge left, and Smash is just one of those games that's just. It's one of the best games that's ever been released. When it's I always was... been one of your favorites. Like I definitely love Smash and like did a hosted a Smash tournament. Have done like videos on it, but like as far as much as I love Smash, you're always like you know just a little bit harder at it, like and a little bit like uh, you know more pumped and you know going at it. Like I don't even know like because it's always weird. Like I was pretty big into Smash, but like you'd be always like. If I was like, if I started to get tired, you'd still have like five more matches in you before you got tired. Yeah. Like, I'm like, okay, I know. it's it's something about I don't know. It's like and Fortnite, I think, scratches some of the similar itch with the twitchiness and just the mobility and the feeling of control if you actually are able to master it. And there's a freedom in it. Yeah, the freedom's huge because like in Fortnite, you can build a tower and it's like changes the game. Like, yeah, all of a sudden there's a tower there. Mm-hmm. And in Smash, like where other fighting games kind of lock you into the you know, X-axis or X, you know, line or whatever of, like, you can jump, but you're pretty much locked into this flat plane. Smash has moving platforms. You jump up on this platform. You go to sometimes even to the foreground and background, like, with the Donkey Kong level. Like, I mean, obviously those aren't in, like, the four glory Omega stages, but, like, it's just such a, you know, a dance. it's, It's an insane franchise, too, and just how it combines... So much nostalgia. It's probably one of the most nostalgic sort of franchises. Because the of Avengers it, of video games. Yeah, um, it's it's absolutely insane the the amount that it crams in there, and then not only perfecting the gameplay, but then just being this nostalgia overload every time you load it up. And um, I think that Sakurai always just kills himself over each one, like <laughs> yeah. make them so good. That's what's so baffling about this whole thing is I, I want to see him at E3. That's why I want it to be a port. That's why I've been arguing. It's like, why is everybody so worked up about the possibility of it being a port? Sakurai worked so hard on it. Like, <laughs> yeah. do you guys not get this? That he was like sleeping in the office and got like carpal tunnel or something. Yeah. Like he was risking his whole family like falling apart over this game because he was forced to whipped by Nintendo to make this game for them. Or even whipped by himself. Like he made us like have had such a passion like yeah. that's yeah. I think that he's yeah, he's kind of a workaholic kind of guy. He's so passionate about Smash and uh that company and I think they just they they nail it every single time and I they're going to nail it this time. And so I, and I just know I'm going to be it's going to probably end up being my most played Switch game of all time, so that's probably why it's my most anticipated. It's like, yeah, that, that's not a game that's, that kind of rivals man, that for me. I forget, I do forget that sometimes, because a little bit of my hype has dwindled that if it is a port, it's like, been there, done that. Yeah. And if it's not a port, it's definitely going to be super close. Like, there's no way it's going to be like the revamp that, you know, for Nintendo, the, the Wii U version was compared to Brawl, where like they really improved like almost every yeah. aspect of it. Um, so so there's a little bit of it that I'm like I don't know if they could do it in such a short time and so I'm like it's either a poor or a you know 1.5 version or something it's kind of my mindset yeah sure and so so with that I'm a little bit like so how hyped can I be but I do forget that this Switch kind of does like takes any game and makes it infinitely well, better well, like just because of the convenience only, of the switch if only they refine the load times and make it so you can just get into smash like right away and just get in a you know in a match online super quick that's that would be amazing in itself but i could also see them completely doing an overhaul doing a completely new super smash brothers um 
if they only take it sort of back to a Super uh, Smash 64 sort of style where it's only 12 characters, you know? Where yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. they actually just do Donkey Kong, Mario, Link, and it's like, wow, we're actually just going back to kind of basics. Yeah. Um, I don't know how good that would actually, I mean, maybe, you know. I think you'd get complaints about that. I do too, but, um, you know, I could see actually Nintendo doing and, that. And we have to be careful a little bit with the speculation, because, you know, who knows what we're going to find out at E3. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. you, you may be saying that, and it's like, uh, we have the 60-character <laughs> roster and all that. but yeah, And sure we may we even know, I guess, yeah, with the most, I'm, like... We do, I'm sure. Um, um, yeah, so we may even, you know, have dug ourselves a little bit of a hole just talking about whether or not it's going to be a port or not. My big thing is, and maybe we'll learn this at E3... And have you guys, you know, listeners will know this better than us, but I, it could become my most anticipated game if they announce a new subspace emissary of sorts. Um, or, you know, if maybe we learn more about a single-player mode or something at E3. That'd be... That'd be something to, like, really explore and something that I'd be, like, willing to dig into. But, you know, Smash is obviously awesome. Um, and and I think that's one of the things that people miss out, you know, regardless. We'll know by now if it's a port or if it's something completely new, but I think in this whole port or not discussion people have been kind of not talking about the fact that if they actually went and did a whole elaborate story mode i think that would redeem any sort of port thing it's yeah. like actually they went and took the time and it's w- much more polished or it's if it's a port there's levels from the 3ds version that we've never seen um on the wii u well, what and if HD it's just or... super smash brothers smash tour amiibo edition Amiibo Festival. Oh no, like, that'd be it's terrible. Only Smash Tour. <laughs> yeah, but it's uh, you have to have the Amiibos too. Yeah, and so th- that's a little bit because like with Spider-Man, I don't think there's too much they can show at E3 that's like, going to change my perception of it or anything. But Smash, we could really learn a lot that makes us way more hyped or kind of ta- like you know tampers the ha- hype a little bit. If it's like, oh, this is literally the Wii U version, shot for shot, Smash Tour even graphics or something it's the same thing it's just now it's on the switch but i i really doubt they'd make a e3 showcase out of it if it's going to be that simple yeah. and so because of that yeah i think um having the pro controller too to play the game like that's like i kind of want to touch on some stuff that regardless of whether or not it's a port or not this is like a reason to be hyped pro controller yeah. hype portability hype like i guess we had that with the 3ds but like the switch come on that's just awesome yeah. something that you like pulling out of the you know place to play instead of the 3ds clampy and yeah just be careful with those joy cons and playing the switch like you know the 3ds was a big concern of mine with playing smash on it well people have yeah, get their new nubs and stuff yeah like i have to be careful with that but i don't get too intense into it because it's like this is a special collectible 3ds yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, online, I mean, it's going to be launching alongside Nintendo Online, or at least very shortly before <laughs> it's time to stop. And so, um, lots of reasons to be hyped, lots of reasons. Maybe we'll see Spider-Man in Smash. Um, <laughs> and we see Goku, for sure. Yeah. It's already and, been revealed. Yeah, but it's going to be a great, it's already been a great year for gaming with God of War, Monster Hunter, um, some of these games coming out. And then we got Red Dead coming out, um, and who knows what else is coming out by the end of this year, so... Who's coming in? Is that Kayla? Yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, that's it for this episode of Copi Podcast. Tune in next time for another topic. I don't know what's happening. Until next time, Copi!
Now it's recording. So 84. Your your question. You have your question written. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh. 